Hello, brothers and sisters. Brother Derek at the microphone once again. We're talking about love and war. Love and war. Father, I love you and I appreciate you. And I commit this ministry unto you. And you have promised, according to the scripture in the book of Proverbs, to establish my thoughts. So, Lord, let the anointing flow, Father. And cause my teachings, Lord, to edify, to disciple, to build up, Lord Jesus, to uproot things, Lord Jesus, that are hindering them. Lord Jesus, just simply, Father, to bless them, Father, with words. Let your words, Lord, flow out of my mouth. And let my meditation, Lord Jesus, be acceptable in thy sight. Let's go to Ephesians, the sixth chapter. Let's start at the first verse. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, and happy belated Mother's Day to all you mothers. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. Listen to the promise in verse 3. That it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. Now, let's suppose you didn't obey that. You didn't obey, you didn't honor your father and mother when you was younger, when you was ignorant. So right now, let's repent. Father, I repent, Lord, for not properly honoring my father and mother. Glory, hallelujah, as your word states. I ask that you forgive me, Lord, as I turn from that. And saturate me, Lord, with your love and with your honor for my father and mother. And I choose, Lord Jesus, your word, Lord, over the opposite. And Lord, redeem me, Lord, and cause my life to be long on the earth. Now, that's a model prayer. I'm praying it for myself. And you should pray it. You know, you know, just, just pray that just in case you didn't honor your father and mother. Now, I know sometimes... Uh, one, of, one of them might not have did you right, you know, but that don't matter. We just obey the scriptures so that we may live long on the earth. But it says this also to the parents and ye fathers provoke not your children to wrath. So don't go picking on them and trying to control them with a spirit of witchcraft control and intimidation. Some of you are your children's first bully. That's right. That's right. Some of you are your children's first bully. So provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Hallelujah. Servants. Now, at that time, they had slaves and all that. You know, and it's been over here, too, in the modern time. But it says, servants, be obedient to them that are your masters, according to the flesh, with fear and trembling and singleness of your heart as unto Christ. See, if you back back when they had that, if you was a servant, you might be a servant in the natural, but you was free in the Lord. Paul talked about that. It says, not with our service as men pleases, but as the servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart with good will, doing service as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth, the same shall he receive of the Lord, whether he be bond or free. So listen to that verse again, the eighth verse. Knowing, you got to know this, 
that whatsoever good thing any man do it. So if you do something right, you're going to receive right stuff from the Lord. The same shall he receive of the Lord, whether he be bond or free. So if you do good, if you do right things, the Lord is going to cause you to receive things that are correct. So whether somebody is mistreating you or not, see, he didn't, he didn't give a person an excuse, even if they was a slave to misbehave. Isn't that something? This word of the Lord is tight, but it's, but it's him. It's, it's fair. It's righteousness. See, righteousness is what causes things to go in your favor eventually. It might not be going in your favor at first, but as you constantly practice righteousness, it's going to eventually go in your favor. Listen to this. And ye masters, do the same things unto them. Forbearing threatening. Ah, so they ain't even supposed to threaten people in those days when they had that, huh? Forbearing threatening, knowing that your master also is in heaven. See, God, he's the master of all of us. Neither is there respect of persons with him. He don't respect you. Let's speak in, let's speak in relation to you being uh, in charge on your job. And you got employees under you. Well, you need to know this. You need to know that you have a master. You have somebody. You might be over people on your job, but you got somebody over you, and he is not a respecter to persons. He don't respect you more than that other person just because you over him in the natural. How many understand that? Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Listen closely. This is what I was trying to get to, but I felt led to read it all. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Now, flesh and blood is the person that's mistreating you. <laughs> it is the person that's bearing false witness against you. It is the person that's stealing against you. It is the person that hates you, that persecuting you at your job, that's persecuting you in your marriage, that parent that's persecuting the child. If you're a child listening to this, sometimes, you know, it'd be teenagers listening to me. Your parents not right what they're doing sometimes, but you got to still respect them. See, because you wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So even though God is a God of love, he telling you to obey the master. He telling you to obey your parents and so forth and so on. But you know what? He never told you not to have a wrestling match. So in the natural, see in the new covenant, we walk in love and obey in the natural. See in the old covenant, they fought a literal walk. But in a new covenant, we still fighting a war, but it is a spiritual war. Because we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Principality, like the mobile principality. You got the mayor and the city council and the police officers, so forth and so on. Well, you got the same setup in the demonic realm, in the invisible realm. You are fighting against a whole army in the invisible. Even though God is a God of love, he is also a God of war. That's why I titled this Love and War. Even though you must walk in love, you can't be a passive person. You can't be a person, oh, I'm just so full of love. 
and and I want you to be that way. I want you to drip with love, where it be uncontrollable love. But I want you to have a side to you where you don't mind picking up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and fighting a warfare according to the scriptures. When I read David yesterday, David was releasing the judgments of God according to what is written. It talks about that also in Psalms 149, to release written judgments. See, it's some written judgments in Deuteronomy 28. If you do this, this is going to happen. It's some written judgments in the word of God. And so them that continually, not at first, not at second, after long suffering with people, after long forbearing with people, God is a God of war. He will release the divine justice. A lot of times, sometimes he releases the child to correct you. But if he can't correct you, you know, hey, it is what it is. You could be taken out of the game early, prematurely, if he can't get you corrected. Let's suppose he's been talking to you for years and years about your smoking and drinking, about your abuse of your spouse, whether you be male or female, or whatever you're doing, your iniquity, your adultery, your alcoholism. He's been talking to you about this for years and years, and you refuse to quit. You think it's funny. Ah, I was just like that. My folks like that. Well, you know what? See, God is a God of war also, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, against, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. That's why you've heard me talking about binding unclean spirits and loosening the things of God. And that's what you got to do. That's what I'm eventually getting to. But that's what you got to do. Come against the evil and release love. Be blessed.